What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew, and thank you for making me part of your week. In this upcoming episode, we're going to talk about both the Bills and the Sabres. The Sabres have a monster task ahead of them in picking their next head coach, and the Buffalo Bills schedule has finally come out, so I do my way, way too early prediction of the Buffalo Bills and how their season will turn out. So stick around, and let's have some fun. This is perhaps the most important coaching hire in Buffalo Sabres history. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. This offseason is crucial to the Buffalo Sabres, and it starts with a head coach. Since firing Lindy Ruff in 2013, the Buffalo Sabres have been unable to find a head coach to turn them from a rebuilding team into a playoff contender. Since they fired Ruff in 2013, the Buffalo Sabres have had six different head coaches. They have collectively coached 648 games with a record of 230, 335, and 83, which equates to a winning percentage of a point three four five. And they have seemingly tried everything. Everything that you could think of. Any type of coach, the Sabres have tried it and it has failed. They have tried retreads or coaches that have coached in Buffalo before in Ted Nolan to established coaches with championship pedigrees in Dan Bilesma who won a Stanley Cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins to an up-and-coming assistant coach in Phil Housley. The Sabres even went way out of the box and hired a coach who, before working with the Buffalo Sabres, was an executive of Southampton, the the Southampton soccer team of the English Premier League. But he had had extensive hockey coaching experience. So the Buffalo Sabres have seemingly tried every which way to find a proper head coach for the Buffalo Sabres, and none of it has worked. So what do the Sabres do now? What do we do now? That is the that is the big question for the Buffalo Sabres. What do they do now, having seemingly tried everything? There are two things that are certain. The first one is, as I stated, this is the most important coaching hire in Sabres history, as it could either take the Sabres and make them turn that corner into a winning team that has a potential to get to the playoffs or another coach that simply cannot get the job done and the Buffalo Sabres have to go into another full rebuild, into another full few years of absolute pain And that will, if the Sabres rebuild again, that will likely extend their league-leading active playoff drought of nine seasons and likely set an NHL record for 
most seasons without entering the playoffs right now, which is 10 held by the Edmonton Oilers and the Florida Panthers. The second is that the Sabres need to pick the right coach, the right coach, not the ones that the fans want, not the biggest name or the cheapest coach, but the right coach. That is going to be the biggest key to do a proper search, and pick up the right coach for the Buffalo Sabres. Now, they are seemingly doing their due diligence. This is something that I have said on this podcast and probably on my Twitter at Sports Talk Buff One or just search Sports Talk Buffalo. You can see me on Twitter. I really liked what they had with Granado. I think that he brought the best out of the players that he had there. When you take somebody like Jack Eichel out of the lineup and you had just a bunch of young kids who most people believed were beyond help, they wanted to get rid of them, that the Sabres have drafted extraordinarily poorly. But it turns out that in the right system, these players are very, very good. And given the opportunity to show their skills They shined. They shined right through, and that is a big credit to Don Granado and his coaching staff that he had in Buffalo during that very, very difficult time. He went 9-16-3 without his captain, without a top-four defenseman, trading away players, trading away two of their top-six defensemen, I believe, Maybe not. Trading away at least one of their top six defensemen. Trading away a star winger. The Buffalo Sabres still and had their sixth, like their sixth string goaltender in. Don Granado still brought the Sabres to what I would consider respectability with what he had to work with. However, the Sabres, like I said, seem to be doing their due diligence in this process. And that is something that I wanted them to do. I didn't want them to just hand the job over to Granado just because. I wanted them to do a thorough coaching search, and if Granado was the right one, I wanted him to be here. But I did want them to explore all options, everything that was out there, and they seem to be doing that. It has been reported that the Sabres are interviewing many big names, including... Rick Tockett and Bruce Boudreaux. Rick Tockett has also been linked to the Seattle Kraken's expansion team. Bruce Boudreaux has said during the season that he would like a shot to potentially be interviewed for the Buffalo Sabres head coaching job. He was out of the NHL last year. And they've also gone along with several college coaches, such as uh, Nate Lehman, who recently took the U.S. World Junior Team to a gold medal game. But none of that matters. None of that matters. Big names, what have you. The right coach needs to come in here and instill a winning culture. A mindset of winning in Buffalo. If you're a fan of Buffalo sports, obviously you know culture is a big thing. And it can drastically change the direction of your team. If you look at the Buffalo Bills, for instance, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have done a tremendous job 
with culture. They have brought in guys who fit their culture, who are nothing but winning guys on and off the field. Guys who want to do nothing but win, have that attitude, have that swagger about them. The Buffalo Sabres need to do that. They need to bring in a coach who has that same passion, that same fire, that same attitude, that same hold guys accountability type of bravado that Sean McDermott has. Get them to play together. And this team, this Buffalo Sabres team, who seemingly at stretches during the season, at the beginning of the season, didn't have a lot of talent, have shown that they have a ton of young talent on this team. And that could be the difference between another rebuild and the Sabres potentially ending their playoff drought. Now, the one thing to consider before this video ends is when they are hiring a coach, GM Kevin Adams really needs to think to himself what is going to happen with the trade talks about Sam Reinhart, who is a restricted free agent, and Jack Eichel, who everyone seems to think that he wants out of Buffalo. That is going to be a big determining factor, in my opinion, as to picking the right coach. If Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt are both gone, I honestly believe that you stick with Don Granado because Granado has gotten the most out of the players on this roster and given a full season and a, a, a full opportunity to coach this team. He has had nothing but success on every single level that he has coached on. And he seemingly had a fair bit amount of success with not a whole lot to work with with the Buffalo Sabres roster. He has given Sabres fans some sort of confidence. However, they just need the right guy. Whether it's Don Granado, whether it's Rick Tockett, who most believe is not it, whether it's Bruce Boudreaux, whether it's Lehman, who cares? I don't care at this point who the head coach is. I just want the Sabres to return back to respectability and to continue to be a franchise that is on the playoff, that is in the playoff picture, consistently in the playoff picture, and talked about as one of the better teams in the NHL. I cannot continue to watch this dumpster fire of a fucking team continue to look this bad and have management continue to look this incompetent. This is the biggest coaching hire in Buffalo Sabres history. And they have to get it right. Thanks for watching this video, guys. Remember to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell so that you never miss a video uh, on this <laughs> on this channel. If you're listening to me on audio only, remember you can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, Anchor. Thank you guys for watching. It is that time of year again, ladies and gentlemen. The Buffalo Bills schedule is out. OTAs have started, and that means 
The Buffalo Bills season is right around the corner. After last year's monster success by the Buffalo Bills, how can you not be excited about another Buffalo Bills season? I know I am. It gives me a little bit of hope in this landscape that is Buffalo sports. So we're going to do our way, way too early prediction for the Buffalo Bills' new 17-game season. This is a in full effect in 2021. It is up from 16 games. Uh, that has been that way for as long as I can remember. They have added a game in the regular season, subtracted a game, In the preseason, now they went from four preseason games to three preseason games. So this season is going to be very, very fun. They've added an extra regular season game, which how can you not like more football if you are an NFL fan? We're going to jump right into it and start doing our prediction for this Buffalo Bills season. The Bills start out against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Bills have the Steelers at home. Now, Pittsburgh had a very good defense last season. However, they still have Ben Roethlisberger as their quarterback heading into the 2021 season, and that does not make me very afraid, as Ben has shown the last season that, yeah, he started out pretty good, He did fade quite a bit towards the end of the season, and it might be time for Big Ben to hang up those cleats. However, he is returning for another season, and he has earned as much as to be the starter in Pittsburgh for another season. But I think the Bills win a close game in this one, 24-17 in a not particularly high-scoring event. The next game is at the Miami Dolphins, and Tua is now the full-time starter of the Miami Dolphins. There is no more leaning on Ryan Fitzpatrick to clean up any mess that Tua Tagovailoa finds himself in this season. He had a solid first season as a rookie quarterback in the NFL. However, I don't think they have done enough in order to be on the Bills level and the Bills will win 31-20. to Next game is the Washington football team versus the Buffalo Bills. Washington is in Buffalo for this game. Washington has added Ryan Fitzpatrick, who had a bunch of success against the Bills in the first game that they played. He was 31 of 47 for 328 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and the Bills barely beat Miami. They scraped by by the skin of their teeth. And I think a wily veteran that is Ryan Fitzpatrick, even in a new system, even in a new team, he has been through this before. He has seen what the Bills' defense has to offer, and I think he has another very good game. However, I don't think... That Washington keeps up with the Bills, and the Bills win 34-27. to Moving on to the next game, it is the Texans, the Houston Texans at the Buffalo Bills. And Houston organization is a complete mess right now, just a complete and utter mess with everything for the allegations going on 
to Deshaun Watson, to him being in trade talks. I think the Bills win and win handily in this one, 27-10. to 10. Next, a primetime game against the defending AFC champion, I'm sorry, Kansas City Chiefs. And unless the Bills' defense can create havoc in the backfield like Tampa Bay did in the Super Bowl and make Pat Mahomes run for his life and make life very difficult for him, I don't think the Bills beat Kansas City. And I think this is the first loss for the Buffalo Bills in the 2021 season as the Bills and Patrick, or as the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes torched the Buffalo Bills for a Bills loss of 35 to 24. The next game is also in prime time at the Tennessee Titans. Now, Buffalo must stop the Titans' run game and Derrick Henry, and they must make them throw the ball. The Titans were 23rd in passing yards. All of the things that I'm going to talk about came from lineups.com. All of the stats and things came from lineups.com. They were 23rd in the NFL in passing yards and second in rush yards. If you make the Titans throw... You will beat them. Ryan Tannehill, he is a he's an okay quarterback, but he is not going to be the guy with the game on his shoulders flinging it all over the yard. The Buffalo Bills win this game, and they all, and I'm sorry, the Tennessee Titans also had a weak defense last season. I think at ranked 21st overall, I think the Bills win this game and win it fairly easily, 23-13. to 13. Next is the Dolphins at Buffalo this time. Tua will have a tough time with the Buffalo Bills crowd finally returning to whatever the Bills stadium is called now, Highmark Stadium or whatever. And I think he'll have a tough time with the weather as it will be late October. And I think the Bills win this one also, 27-13. to 13. Moving on to the Bills at the Jaguars. Now, the Jaguars are obviously rebuilding. They have a young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. And I think Josh Allen outplays Lawrence. And Buffalo wins easily 31-17. to Now, we go on to the Jets. The Jets also have a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson. They have a rookie head coach in Salah. And I think the Buffalo Bills win this one 30-20. Moving on to the Colts at the Buffalo Bills. And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised where I picked in this one. The Colts have a good running back in Taylor. I think they upgraded at QB. Yes, I said that. They upgraded to Carson Wentz over an aging and old Phillip Rivers. And they were ranked top 10 statistically overall last season. I think they have a very good team, and with an upgrade at quarterback, a more mobile quarterback, a quarterback that can extend plays and make make things happen in a new situation, we've seen the type of quarterback Carson Wentz can be in an offense with Frank Reich. I really believe the Indianapolis Colts come into Buffalo and steal a win, 
and the Bills lose a close game, 27-21. Going on again to prime time against the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees has retired, and the Saints now have a QB room of Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, neither of which really strike fear into my heart. However, they do have a good offense, and I think that the Bills will win a shootout in this one, 34-28. Another primetime game, this time against the New England Patriots. We've seen the changing of the guard last season with the Bills now the kings of the AFC East. Now the Patriots will have either a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones or a Cam Newton who struggled mightily against the Buffalo Bills with limited weapons. Obviously, you got to throw out there with limited weapons. Obviously, Cam Newton didn't have a bunch to work with. However, he struggled mightily against the Bills in two games combined. He was 20 of 35 for just 208 yards and no touchdowns passing. Bills win this game 30-14. At the defending Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady has owned the Buffalo Bills. It doesn't matter the coach. It doesn't matter the defensive coordinator. It just doesn't matter. Tom Brady has owned the Buffalo Bills, and he will own the Buffalo Bills again in this game. He has shown that he had a ton left in the tank, and he has a ton of weapons. They were top five offensively. Also, their defense finished uh, fourth overall. The Bills lose this one 34 20. Panthers at Bills. Panthers coming off of a 5-11 season. But added QB, Sam Darnold. Now, I think he is an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater. I really do. He has the talent. He has more talent than Teddy Bridgewater, more arm talent. He's more mobile. He can be more mobile than Teddy Bridgewater. And they return guys like uh, running back Christian McCaffrey, who's coming off of an injury last season. However, I don't think that's enough for them to beat the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills win 27-20. to Next, the Bills go to New England to face off against the Patriots. And while I said this game is a little bit closer, the Bills will still win 26-21. to Falcons at Bills. Atlanta appears primed for a full rebuild, especially because Julio Jones has said numerous times he was caught on a live mic. He wants out of Atlanta. It looks like their Super Bowl window is closing and closing fast, and it is probably actually slammed shut. I think the Bills win this game easily, 31-10. to And going on to the last game of the season, The Jets at the Bills. I think Buffalo closes out another tremendous season. Josh Allen, however, is not the starting quarterback of this one as the Bills have locked everything up that they can. And Mitch Trubisky, who is now the Buffalo Bills backup, gets the start in this game against the New York Jets. And he wins the game in a close one, 17-14. The Buffalo Bills, in my prediction, end the season 14-3. and However, there were a couple of games that gave me a little bit of a head scratch that might be a little bit of a flip-flop. I think the Bills will drop 
maybe one divisional game against whoever. It doesn't matter whether it's... I don't think it's going to be... I really don't think it's going to be the New York Jets. However, I believe that they might lose a game to either Bill Belichick because he is Bill Belichick. The same, remember, the Bills barely beat New England the, the first time they played them last season. Or it's going to be the Miami Dolphins who surprised the Buffalo Bills. One of those two teams are going to... I think they might drop one of those two games, even though I have them winning. Obviously, this is my early, early, early prediction. <laughs> so we'll revisit that on another episode. And I also think that, uh, you know, maybe the game against the Saints, the Bills might not win the Saints. Yes, they are down Drew Brees. However, Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill were admirable in their filling in for Drew Brees when he got hurt last season. So they may still be a formidable foe for the Buffalo Bills, and they may upset the Bills in that game. However... That is my prediction for the Buffalo Bills. This season, the Bills finish 14-3. and They finish number one in the AFC. They finish number one, obviously, in the AFC East. And they get the first round by. The Buffalo Bills are for real, folks. They're here, hopefully, to stay. They have all of their main pieces back. They have added some pieces. They have gotten more depth. Uh, and they're they're another year. It's another year in the system, the exact same system. All of the coaching staff has come back. The Buffalo Bills are dangerous. The Buffalo Bills are primed for a Super Bowl run, and I could not be more excited about it. That's going to do it for this video, guys. Remember, hit the subscribe button, click that notification bell so you never miss a video that I post up on here. You can follow me on Twitter at SportstalkBuff1. You can email me at SportstalkBuffalo at gmail.com or SportstalkBuffalo at yahoo.com. Thank you guys for listening. Have a fantastic week.